from Kenner's Star Wars collection, the Millennium Falcon, that you put together. Batteries not included. Nobody does Star Wars like the power of the Force from Kenner. Let's see it. Subparagraph 16 of the Bondsman Guild Protocol Waiver compels you to immediately produce said asset. I'm in the guild! You are a guild member. I thought I was the only one on assignment. Hello there, Star Wars Sessions sickheads, and welcome back to Star Wars Sessions, The Collector's Guild. This weekend has been a little bit of a busy one, lads. Uh, obviously, if you follow us on social media, you'd know that we've been at MCM Comic Con October here in the UK, in London, at the Excel Centre, which is one of the honorary homes of Star Wars Celebration. Uh, but this time around, it was Comic-Con. It was great fun. Alas, um, Matty Boy was ill this weekend, and last week, actually, poor thing. He's been up in bed, chilling out, I think probably watching a lot of films and having a Snickers, I assume. I don't know. I don't know what he gets up to in his own time. That's up to him, mate. But he's he's been unwell. We miss him. I, I really did miss him at Comic-Con, actually. It, it feels like we've, we've built such a good routine to go around the floor, to go around to the vendors, to go to panels. And, you know, it, 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 it was, oh, what, oh, Matt, what should we do now? What, what do you want to do now? Do you want to go grab some food? Uh, no, I'm just talking to a brick wall. Um, but no, you were missed, mate. If you're listening, you were deeply missed. Uh, but our other Collectors Guild host was there, Mr. Dave Dunn himself. Uh, and we had the opportunity to interview a couple of the Hasbro team, which was really, really good fun. And you'll be listening to that in just a moment's time. Overall, the experience was fantastic. We got to catch up with a load of the sick heads, Jamie Richards, Emma Jenkins, and a huge shout out to Ant Goodman, who got training all the way from, not Bath, people. Apparently, it's not Bath, or if you're up north, it's not Bath. It's it's Bath. Bath. Uh, it, as he kept correcting me. Anyway, this guy got a training from the West Country. It was lovely to see Ant. I've never met him in person. My boys met him in person. Comic-Con is great, man. It is, it is good fun. There wasn't a huge Star Wars presence there this year at all, really. Hasbro was about it and, and cosplays. I think there was one or two meets that we couldn't make, sadly. But I got to spend a little bit of time with some friends. Got to catch up with uh, old Harvey, Darth Walker himself, Harvey Walker. That was great. Had a few pints at the Fox afterwards, which is always a good laugh. But listen, you're not here. You're not here for that. You're here for all the collector's news. And guess what? I've got a coffee with me to help me through the, the news and all the information. Let's have a little sip. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. That's lovely. Toffee latte from McDonald's. It was a freebie. I got it on the Monopoly thing. You know, you know, you get the free vouchers from Monopoly. Yeah, I did that. And today was the last day for me to get a cheeky free coffee. So I thought, yeah, I'll do that. Why not? Right, let's let's kick it off. The panel was good fun. I think for some people, uh, it left uh, them scratching their heads a little bit. For other people, they were really pleased with some of the news. Um, and yeah, let's go through it now. First and foremost, some of this was announced, by the way, at the, uh, the Hasbro 1027 
event which happened the day before, though, like the, the, the Thursday night before MCM Comic Con. I don't even know what that what what on earth is 1027? Is that a reference to something? I don't know. I'm not aware of it. I'm probably ignorant to that information. I don't know. Uh but anyway, they they reiterated that a Finn from the Force Awakens vintage collection figure is coming. It looks really, really cool. And it's great to see a sequel trilogy character now back on the pegs. Or will be back on the pegs, sorry. I, I, I wish it was a Rise of Skywalker Finn, to be honest. If I'm being completely transparent, I I, I think, yeah, mix it up a little bit. Because we've had, we, we've had this, or a figure certainly like it. So anyway, next up, they, they re- and for me, this might actually be the highlight of the panel. Um, and if you, if you weren't at the panel, it would be really easy to just kind of read a line about this online and go, oh, well, that's pretty cool. They made a huge emphasis and they put the photos or the posters for the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith on the screen in the panel. And they went, guys, Hasbro will be for 2024 and and, and beyond. We're going to be making a huge or having a huge focus on the Star Wars prequel trilogy. And the room, the room went wild, but they really, really emphasized their love and passion for the Star Wars prequels. Jing, uh, who was there, who we actually interviewed, you'll be hearing from her in a moment, she was fantastic. She was saying in the panel, like, like you know, these are these are my Star Wars films. This is stuff I grew up with. Once again, you're seeing that transition from Star Wars original trilogy fans to Star Wars prequel prequel fans uh, in being maybe a, a majority of the fandom now, or certainly a huge chunk of it. I mean, I, I say that, maybe that's not true. But anyway, it's just really, really nice to see kind of that generational shift as a prequelist myself, as someone who grew up with them. And it's really cool to see that they're going to be putting more of an emphasis on the prequels because, let's face it, they know there's a market for it. They know that people are going to pay big money for it. They love the clone troopers. They love the Jedi. They love Hayden Christensen. They love Ewan McGregor. So it's kind of a no-brainer. Up next, we got a vintage collection Phase 1 clone trooper which was announced, looks really, really cool. It's got the Attack of the Clones uh, card back, looks awesome. Uh, Attack of the Clones Count Dooku, also vintage collection, looks fantastic. Comes with light, lightning, uh, lightning accessory, huge fan of this. The face sculpt looks awesome. The lightsaber, awesome. It has soft goods on it. The cape is soft. It... it, it Looks really cool. Really, really cool figure. Prequelish. I'm here for it. Black series up next. Uh, Padme and Madala, mate. From not not Revenge of the Sith. Not Attack of the Clones. Phantom Menace. Natalie Portman. Padme and Madala. I'm so here for it, lads. I am so, so, so here for it. Spring 2024. I think that's coming out. We also got a... Wait for it, guys. We got a... Lilani, Phantom Menace Lilani. Also coming spring 2024. That is right. Jake Lloyd, little Tatooine Anakin Skywalker coming in the Black Series. And he comes with an absolutely sick backpack. 
Yeah, they'll probably try and charge like 30 quid for it, which is abysmal. But, I, you know, I mean, the price points, I'm not even going to get into the price points. You know the price points. I think it's going in a in a absolutely crazy direction. Uh, it's pushing a lot of people out of the hobby. But it's, there's nothing, like, I, I don't want to labour the point too much because we're all in agreement. We all know how it is. Yeah, and we, we all know, we all know there's a bit of greed there, but also markets are a little bit crazy at the moment. I really loved seeing this. I love like little Jake Lloyd in the Phantom Menace. Great to see. Up next, we've got a Black Series Carson Teva helmet. Now, they were teasing this by saying, oh, yeah, you know, we've got another Black Series helmet. Uh, really excited to share this. And Dave and I looked at each other. We sat next to each other, front row. And we're like, oh, Armourer. And I heard, I swear I heard rumours and whispers that there would be another Mando helmet coming to the Black Series. But no, it's an X-Wing pilot helmet again, which is more or less a repaint, isn't it? Let's be honest, it's a repaint. Uh, Carson Teva in The Mandalorian in uh, Boba Fett, Ahsoka. Really, really, is he in Boba Fett? I think so. I don't know. Uh, really, really cool character really become a uh, fan favorite but you know the helmet when it like only a few months ago you were able to pick up Dave Filoni's Wolf Trapper helmet black series helmet for like 60 quid or something like is is the demand there I don't know I mean I'd have one don't get me wrong but yeah yeah I'm I'm, I'm not sure uh Hasbro in the panel also announced some pipeline reveals really cool one Captain Enoch and the, and, the, and the night troopers from Ahsoka, so Thrawn's bunch of naughty sickheads. The really exciting, really exciting. It's actually crazy that in MCM we actually saw some Captain Enoch tributes. There was a really cool cosplay of it. And I, was, I said to the guy, I was like, man, how, how long did it take you to do this? Because I swear we've only just seen this. He's like, yeah, mate, two weeks. It took me two weeks to make this helmet. I'm not fully happy with it. I was like, dude. It looks fantastic. Great job. Good job. Great job. That's not the quote. You know I'm bad with quotes. Another pipeline reveal. So these are all few. If, if you're unaware of what pipeline is, you know, maybe you're new to collecting or you're new to the guild. Uh, this is future product on the way, right? So the Captain Enoch and the Night Troopers, that's on the way. They will be doing that in the three and three quarter vintage collection line. Uh, they also announced some more Rebels characters are coming to the vintage collection line, which you know, I think makes a lot of sense considering we've more or less got the figures with the Ghost Haslab. Uh, but Ezra Bridger, it has the uh, Holocron or Holographic Ezra from Ahsoka, you've got Kanan Jarrus and Zeb, also from Rebels. So that is Pipeline Vintage Collection that's coming. All very exciting, I think. Uh, and now, lads, it gets a little bit crazy. Um, these are Pipeline Star Wars, the Black Series announcements. And we've got, uh, I, th I think it's like an, uh, an army builder pack, so you're going to get multiple figures in this, something like that. Just standard Phase 2 Clone Trooper Black Series 6-inch. Looks really cool. B1 Battle Droids. Brilliant. I'm here for it. Yeah, if you want to build your armies, this is perfect. Hasbro know what the people want. They know there's a lot of army builders out there. It's getting more and more popular. And yeah, why not tap into it? Um, a Palpatine? Revenge of the Sith? Palpatine? I think that's next. Like, oh, all right, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Then... 
they were like, oh, and last but not least, we've got a uh, a Luke Skywalker versus Luke from the expanded universe. Luke as in L-U-U-K-E, as in from the old canon, heir to the Empire, as in early 90s, Mara Jade, Joris Sabaoth, or jo- yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. I've always been a little bit wobbly on that one, but who cares? It's not canon, and it's not really my era of styles. I know there's a lot of love for it, and listen, I love the weird and wacky and the wonderful in Star Wars, but lads, really? Before a Ben Solo, are you having a laugh? Am I going crazy? Am I going absolutely mad? Is this... Is there demand for this? Are people screaming out for this? I mean, this is... I have no doubt. But this is a four-pack. This is a four-pack. There will be a four-set of Black Series figures <laughs> from the old EU. It's it's Luke Skywalker versus evil twin Luke Skywalker. What world? What world are we living in that, that we're getting this before a Ben Solo. You know there is not one Ben Solo figure in existence from Hasbro. That just absolutely blows my mind and it is such a missed opportunity. I don't understand lads. You've got the you've got the mold. You've got the mold. It's not that difficult. Oh mate, could you imagine a Ben Solo vintage collection with the blue lightsaber. He's holding the blue lightsaber in the back. Oh my mate, I I'll, I'll, pro- I'll probably buy 3. I probably wouldn't, but I probably, I, 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 I'm not, never say never. I, please make it happen. Please make it happen. Hopefully the four pack, this absolutely mental crackhead four pack looks really cool and a little bit funky. That might be really nice, but that is that, that I, I believe that is all the news from Hasbro at MCM Comic Con and their 1027 event. It was really, really good fun. Uh, and like I said, uh, Dave, Dunn, and I had a really nice opportunity to have a little chat with the guys from Hasbro. So uh, why don't we start now? Why don't we go with Jing Hall, who is the global manager and brand development and marketing of the Star Wars brand. Let's have a listen. <laughs> So we are here live at MCM Comic Con. We are here with Jing yes. from Hasbro. Yes. Hello. How are you, Hello. Jing? Are you okay? I am doing really well. Uh, thank you for being here and, and, and talking to me. And I hope you enjoy the panel. Um, so yeah, London's amazing. London Comic Con's amazing. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to talk Star Wars. And it's going to be a good time. Okay. So here's the tough part. Okay. We've got questions. Some serious, some less serious. Okay. 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 But we asked our listeners, like, what do you want to ask Hasbro? Yes. Okay. Yes. Should we kick it off? Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's okay. do it. Okay. The first question is from a guy called Matt Dina, and he says, "Will we ever get the Phantom Menace or Revenge of the Sith figures in the Black Series mural packaging?" Now today yes. we did get some news yeah, on that. Exactly, didn't we? I was like, they teed me up. <laughs> we had some. Why? Why don't you um, answer that and maybe 
give us a little insight into the future as well. So explain what happened today, and then sure. is, is there any other like tidbits for us? Yeah, well, today we announced that do, we're doing a celebration next year. I think some fans were putting pieces together based on previous pipelines. Um, so yeah, we are confirming that the prequels is going to be a little bit of a beat for us next year, which is amazing because we have fans that love prequel. We have fans on the... You, me too. You and me. You and me. It's a generation, right? Oh, like, I think so. Grew, grew up in the 90s and 2000s. Like, yes. It's the prequel. Come yeah, on. Yeah. I mean, every, everyone shouts for it, don't they? Everyone's yes. like, prequel, prequel, prequel. So yes. you've excited a lot of Black Series yes. fans today. Well, I'm excited. And I think there's fans like Eric has been on camera saying like he's a prequels fan and he's a Black, he's a black Series designer. He couldn't be here with us today. But he designed the two reveals that we have for Black Series prequels. Anakin and Padme Amidala. So, yes. We love. Just we drop stand. that casually. Oh, just casually. <laughs> just stand like, Padme. Oh, I stand. I stand Anakin and Padme. Yeah. The, the two of them. Anakin. Anakin. Oh, <laughs> Nick, you nicknamed them. Yeah, I, did Amazing. Talk. <laughs> I, I love that you nicknamed them. Um, so yes, I. Uh, it was great to get those reveals out there to kick off the celebration of prequels next year. Um, they are obviously from The Phantom Menace. Um, so it's good to get that out there as well. They're number two and three. So to your point, yeah, we need to do more. Like, hey, we're, we're, we're doing that here with number two and number three. So Anakin's number two and Padme's number three. Um, so that was good to get out. Love that. I've got a very similar question about um, prequel figures. I mean, so many people ask about prequel figures, so it's amazing news that you got to, like, we got yeah, given today. I of you today. Too. Yes, yeah, you did. So, yes. I mean, lots of people ask for specific figures. I'm not going to ask you that because I know you can't tell us, I'll which is absolutely good. Yeah, exactly. It's always yeah. the same. But do can we expect to hear more releases by sort of Christmas time, or we've got to wait until 2024 to see what else prequely we've got coming? Am I allowed to ask that? You're allowed to ask anything you want. <laughs> anything? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's, let's keep it on Star Wars. Um, so I will say um, it's we announced that we're celebrating. We're doing a little mini beat. So there's more information to come. In terms of when and where, uh, more info to come. I know for Gift the Galaxy, we had a couple of reveals. Uh, for we're doing a gift the galaxy program as you guys saw a couple of reveal shops we have a few more coming later this year so stay tuned in general for that and we'll we'll let you know what what the next big event is that we're going to talk about so. perfect amazing thank you yeah. leon the galactic collector Oh. Yeah, I know, big time. Cool name, right? He yeah. asks, when can we expect a phase one clone trooper helmet? Oh. Mm. See, yeah. it seems like you know something. I'm getting that vibe. Oh, you're just... I'm getting that vibe from you. You're like, I know oh, lots. That's it. You're like, you're thinking, She's calculating what yet? can she say and what I can't she lots. say. I know lots. I know lots. I just think it's it's great that the fans are like, that's phase two. I want phase one. We just had Rex announced, yes. right? And that was... Oh. Oh. Yeah, it's good. A kiss. It was so good. And I think fans reacted to that being, you know, a great reveal as well. Yeah. So... Um, if there's demand, we keep things in mind, and I think we'll just stay tuned to what the fans are reacting to and go from there. Okay. okay. Lovely. Okay. No, perfect. Amazing. What was your most favorite release that you announced this year? What are you most excited for? What I like the most. Oh, there's so many that we announced. I think I answered uh, this previously where I really liked the, the Luke and Grogu training pack. 
that was fun. Yeah. I liked that um, also because there's like so many scenes and world buildings that we get to do in the vintage mm -hmm. collection. It came with that little, the little gift bag with the ears yeah. and it was just so cute and the little Grogu is so cute. N1 has to be one of my favorites too um, as well. The N1 was amazing. The N1 mm -hmm. yeah vehicle was amazing and my favorite for that one is they have a little a new little Grogu and you guys know this a new little Grogu in there with the shift knob and just yeah. like tap tap <laughs> on the on his it's it's, it's it's glorious it's so Shakespearean it. yeah and of course I just I can't forget the Haslam right so I mean that's gotta be top we were top. looking around that Yes. In awe. We brought it here. We brought it here. Oh. We brought it. We had to do it one last time. You're teasing me. Because <laughs> I, like, you mapped it, right? Like, <laughs> listen, I just bought a house. <laughs> yeah, our houses here are expensive. They're very yeah. expensive, so I had to be very boring. So no, uh, I did not back it. Not uh, this time round. Okay. Uh, but I have actually got a question, or uh, well, actually. Death Star CISO has got a question about Haslab and the Vintage Collection. Sure. Right? So he asks, with the huge success of the Vintage Collection Ghost Haslab, yes. can we expect a Vintage Collection Haslab every year? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys have had a few, like, you've knocked it out of the park. We've yes. come to the Rancor, right? Yeah. Oh. Just calling a spade a spade, <laughs> oh, yeah? No, 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 I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah? Just, that's just... It is, right? Yeah. The vintage collection, maybe it lends itself more to that. I don't know. Maybe if yeah. you did something different with Black Series. But yeah. yeah, that's the question. Every year, vintage collection has that? Um, why don't we do five a year? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think I think it's, it's good to see what the fans' appetite is and okay. what they want. We also, you know, obviously we can't announce what we can't announce. We will always keep in mind what we have coming out, you know, and figure out what that right balance is to give fans has labs what makes sense when they want it you know what what moment um so we'll, we'll keep that in mind i know that the vintage collection the vintage fans have shown a lot of love to the ghost yeah. and rightfully so because that is incredible on yeah. display is blowing minds so many people walking yeah. around that and seeing it and uh, Actually, do you know what blew me away? It was the detail in the in the figures. Yes, Not just the, the size figures. of the ship. The figures were absolutely yeah. incredible. Um, and I've actually got a question from Matthew Fletcher saying, um, just sort of touch on that. I mean, the, the quality of the figures are great and the face sculpts are just, yes. they're going up and up and up. They're oh, so amazing. Emily's going to love hearing. Oh, brilliant. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so. so they come with like other accessories and things like that. Historically, in your other franchises, sort of Marvel and things like that, they come with so many sort of different hands and face sculpts. Whereas Black Series, they don't really come with many hands, sort of interchangeable hands and faces like that. Yeah. Is there a reason for that? Or is that something that maybe we might see more in the future? Because lots of collectors, specifically sort of photography, toy photographers, yeah. love those interchangeable well, hands, they... love those different sort of faces. Yeah. But Black Series don't really sort of delve into that as much as maybe Marvel does. Yeah. Is that... Why is that? Yeah, I mean, I can't speak to Marvel as much, obviously, since yeah. I only work on Star Wars. Um, but, I mean, from a Star Wars perspective, we keep in mind and we balance what makes sense to put in the pack. Um, deco is obviously a huge aspect of it as well. We know how important 
deco is and also deco is like an expensive part of a, a figure so we definitely balance that across everything that we put in today we actually revealed a couple like padme had yeah. hand alternate hands yeah, to, to awesome. be able to do that trigger so that's yeah. like something we're, we're throwing in there um dooku and i know this isn't black series oh but dooku vintage and vintage he yeah. has his lid and unlit lightsaber his alt hand as well so those are those are things that we definitely keep in mind in terms of what makes sense to put into the pack and yeah we'll continue to do that and we'll continue to do what what makes sense um but like eric is always keeping an eye on things um and we're always trying to figure out like what do fans want and how do we get it to them and it's always on on our on his radar love that good answer again you're doing very well Jim. Yeah. you're doing very very you know well what? you guys are so nice that oh, I stop it flattery will get you everywhere do you know what <laughs> give, us a, give us a free ghost and we'll be even, we'll be even friendlier alright no. give me a free ghost <laughs> you must get we all want a free ghost everyone gets a free ghost oh that would um, be amazing so here, here's a bit of a different one right okay. you me and Star Wars asks this with the U-turn on plastic free packaging on black series figures yep. are their plans to re-release the figures in other packaging yeah i mean i would say like as you know we're going back to plastic packaging so the reveals that we have today you see all of the windows um yeah. i think we've been asked that before it's something we keep in mind we don't have something that's like hey here are all the figures we release but yeah. we will always keep in mind on what makes sense to re-release when and things along those lines have you heard of that before then like that's you said that's not like you think yeah. that you think there's demand for it maybe like you're aware that people have asked yeah. for it yeah we pay attention to fans <laughs> so they're <laughs> so good, whatever, good the, whatever <laughs> they say you know even if it's singular comments like we're reading through the comment section so we like pay attention to all of it so yeah i mean we've heard all sorts of requests and that was something that we've read in the comments for sure um and we'll just we'll always see we'll, we'll keep things in mind brilliant i know you say you listen to fans which is incredible very very good answer what would you say is your most requested figure, vintage collection, black series, or even not, so maybe a lightsaber or a helmet that you've not yet released? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> you, is that from you or from That's fans? That's from me, yeah. Oh, you just, <laughs> just thought of it? Off the top okay, of my head. okay, no big deal, no Didn't big deal. Uh, <laughs> that was good, that was good. I will say, you know, I mentioned Dooku was a fan vote favorite, right? And that came out. We're so excited for that. We pay attention to some of those as well when they come through. Um, and we do it for Black Series as well. We know there's a Reddit thread, uh, for example, that are out there. There's a lot of figures that fans are, like, voting for. I personally, like, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's impressive. Like, um, for... Yeah, I mean, like Clone Wars, like Savage was a big one, for example. Yeah. Um, personally, I was sad Mother Towson wasn't as wasn't as high, but you know what? I, yeah. I love her. Um, Anakin is huge. That has that, especially since like he's come up in your entertainment, as we saw in Ahsoka. Like we got a fan question for that today, asking for it. You know, original '96 always gets asked, like for more figures along those lines. Um, and you know, when we see new entertainment, we get asked about that. Like, oh, can we can we get that that figure for vintage? You know, like so. There's a lot on that list that we are we are um, we have the pleasure of trying to explore to see how we get out the figures that fans want. So. 
And if you had complete control over the next vintage collection or Black Series figure, you personally, what would you release? What's your most favourite? question. <laughs> I probably would do Savage. Nice. I, I probably would, because I, I like, I, I've, I've said this in interviews before, like, that's my jam, like, that world. Love I that. love that world. The Death, the Mirrors, yeah, Maul. Yeah, yeah. Then you loved Ahsoka with like I love us. I did. I yeah. did. They brought it to live action. I was like, yes, I'm Dave here Lone for it. I'm, Dave Lone. Yes. Yeah, it's a bit of a lad. Yes, I love that. He like built out yeah. the world, uh, the yeah. Mortis gods. Like everything along those lines were amazing. Like for me, actually, in the past, when someone would be like, oh, like they'll sing me and I'll be like Savage instead of Savage like it's just like you know I just love that world um, so that personally would be like my next amazing. item amazing right I've got you've been fantastic yeah. and we've got more questions that we're going to be asking your partner in crime in a bit okay? oh. Alex I think right it's Alex next oh, but I'm God. asking this one question to both of you okay, okay? this is a famous question I ask it every year oh dear like every okay, year listen brace yourself brace okay. brace yourself Ben Solo, when? <laughs> ben Solo, Adam Driver. You know how popular that he bangs on is. about this every year. You know how popular. Like if you sold that, like the Raylo uh, people, the people that love Adam Driver, they don't buy it. They'd be like, I'll take ten. When's it happening? Oh, oh, this wow. is the fans speaking. This, this is, is me. when you run away. This is me. <laughs> and, and George Constantino asked this as well. You're like, hey, fans, please ask this so I can be like, 10 fans, ask me for this. Yeah. Um, we can't announce what hasn't been revealed, as you know, but if you're going to tell me a lot of fans are asking for it, I think we will. Luke is asking for it. We will, you know, vote for it. Vote for it. I want to hear Vote, people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for coming over to London. Uh, Hope you're enjoying it. Have a curry while you're here. Oh, yes. You know about that? You know, no. curry's the most eaten food in the UK. Is Indian really? food, yes. I have not tried Indian while I'm here. I know, glass, glass for yeah. me. Yeah. I gotta do it. Do you like a curry? Yeah. Of course you do. I need, I need to try it. So, um, good note tonight, maybe. We even have curry sauce in our McDonald's. Yeah. Do you really? I'm not joking. Oh if you go God. to McDonald's, you can dip. Like, oh, can I have a curry sauce, please? Dip some chippy chips. Brown sauces? No. no. Okay, sorry. Please don't. <laughs> no. Cut that out. Cut that out. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Just thank you. Thank you. May the force be with you. Thank yeah. you. And, and you. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. Thank you so much again, Jing, for chatting to us at MCM. It was fantastic. Obviously, it was her first time at MCM Comic Con, first time in London with the company. And, you know, as per usual, I get to uh, I get to tell them about how much we like a bit of curry. So it's a win-win situation all around because you guys got your answers, your questions answered, and I was able to push a little bit of the bolty triangle on her. Um Joking aside, really, really good fun. And hopefully she comes to future cons because her enthusiasm was really, really good. And she was very open on and off the microphone about Hasbro, about Star Wars, about her passion for the mythology, for the IP, for the prequels especially. Really, really cool to see. And yeah, it just seems like a really, really cool person. So yeah, it'd be great to see her at more UK cons and European cons in the future. Up next, we have uh, a few minutes with Alex Shropshire. 
who is also a Hasbro boy, who we, I believe, spoke to for the first time ever last year at MCM Comic Con. Now, Alex looks after more of the Hasbro Pulse-specific side of things. And so, naturally, I mean, guys, you know, you know the game. You know how it works. We're, we're not always able to ask all the questions to Hasbro because we, we know what the answer is going to be. And also, it's, it's worth noting, you know, sometimes I like, why, I always push the, why, you know, the Ben Solo thing. Why don't we get a Ben Solo thing? Yeah. There is more of a nuanced power and more, it's, it's more complicated than people realize, I think, right? You've got Lucasfilm kind of working with Hasbro to decide what is up next. It's not, it's not just Hasbro doing this, right? Listen, they do make some mistakes. They do make some odd choices here and there. But uh, yeah, anyway, I, I digress. Let's listen to Alex Shropshire and our interview with him. Okay, so we're back talking to Hasbro Pulse. And do you want to give us a little bit of a breakdown on where Hasbro Pulse is at the moment? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, you've obviously only got me for a few minutes, yeah, I suppose, so I could spend an hour talking it. on this. But <laughs> this, I mean, it's been an exciting year. This one, um, we've we've seen some significant expansion uh, re regionally in Europe. You know, we've, we're now across twenty seven of all all twenty seven of the European Union countries, which is really exciting. Um, big up, big up, big up. <laughs> uh, Asia, we've we've gone into Asia as well. So Bad. Singapore, Malaysia, Taiwan. Um, and Hong Kong are all now unlocked through Hasbro Pulse and I mean ultimately it falls down to the the aim of trying to bring the epic Hasbro product that is behind me on the stands uh, to as many fans as possible around the world uh, that is the aim of what we do and that is not going to change so it's it's fun amazing so massive year really it, it, it's been a it's been a big one yes yeah. um, certainly uh, looking forward to a little bit of a break over Christmas potentially but then we reset and we go again only a day <laughs> I don't think only I, a day and then that's it, it that's a boat affair it's also probably not the day you expect because the quiet day is the one my kids go crazy and then I'm having to work and build things so so no so maybe maybe boxing day when they're all snoozing but yeah so we got some questions from listeners Wonderful. they're eager to ask Hasbro staff some official stuff they want official replies <laughs> the first one is from Twin Sons Collecting right who asked Curious how and why themed ways for retro, like Kenobi, Book of Boba Fett, and now Ahsoka, are decided while the vintage collection and Black Series are mixed waves of random characters that don't always display together. What goes into making decisions like that? So that is a great question, and I don't want to be that, that guy with a fluffy PR answer, but in all honesty, it's not something that Pulse massively deals in. That, that, that's heavily weighted in the brand team's decisions when they're building out that product range and what they view as you know, the upcoming pipeline. And you know, a lot of work goes into it. You know, we, we had the panel earlier and the team showed some great stuff. And there's, there's a long time and a lot of work goes into building that out. But that sits with them. So they take a lot of data and they take a lot of insights in to try and do it. But it's, it's not a Pulse-led thing. So in terms of the actual hows and whys, it's fluffy, but I actually, I don't know. Well, listen, I, I get that, mate. And I know some of these questions, we're just not going to get always the specifics and stuff. Like, we understand. Oh, but I will, I will do my best, though. I will <laughs> yeah. do my best. I know, mate. I know. Well, well listen, what about this one? The Blognor asked Carson Teva, Black Series Helmet, when? 
Yeah. This was before yeah. the panels today. <laughs> and what real... happened? What happened, Alex? So tell I, us. Tell us. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If, if you'd have asked me this one this morning, you would have had another one of those really fluffy <laughs> PR answers, right? So sometimes, sometimes being right. late in the day is actually a win because, as you would have seen. Very exciting, down. right? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's pre pre panel, nobody knows. So that was a really exciting one to actually have at London, right? This is yeah. the first London fans are the first ones to see this, right? This yeah. is you hear you, you it's it, coming to these events and you know I don't want to go too deep into it, but this has been a massive build of the stand and the uh, where we go. And I appreciate Carson Tiva was the question, but the fact that we're now here again doing reveals like Carson Tiva specifically to London. That's I mean. It's a hell of a long way from where we were five years ago, and that's I think that's that's great. And so yeah, Carson Diva. In case you haven't been watching that or weren't aware, woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> so and we love yes. that. Like Done. we love getting reveals at London. It's yeah. not something that we're really used to. We always see it at sort of you know New York Comic Con or anything like that. So when it is released here and when we do see these things firsthand, it actually means a lot to us mm. as fans, which is amazing. What was your most sort of what are you most excited about? What was released today that you're like, oh my God, that, I can't wait to see that or, or get that out there? That's a really good question. So, for me, you know, not, not uh, giving away age too much, but definitely <laughs> of the prequel generation, I suppose. Um, so, that obviously just drives a lot of excitement. Um, I think just the fact that we're bringing another focus onto that and that that's going to lead into a, you know, a lot of what we do over, over the next year I think just generally that direction is the, is the exciting thing I know there's, there's such a large part of the fan base Huge loves part. that area yeah. so the fact that we're driving in that direction and, and fulfilling some of that expectation that, that, that want is, is probably the most exciting thing amazing and if you was given sole control to release a prequel figure it's all over <laughs> oh. to you you can release any figure from the prequels oh. what are you choosing and why I mean first of all they would never give me that level of control <laughs> um, never know but I mean I think even take just the, char- the, the character of Anakin I know it's it, it's it's a big one but even just outside of the prequels that arc and even what they've done recently in Ahsoka and some of the other series oh, just that, that that development of that arc of that character it's hard to look past him now and in what guise that I don't know I'd have to come back to it in, in, in exactly what version I do not know but um, yeah I think Anakin was thinking of Anakin choice. yeah I think so nice good choice it's a very good choice right we've done a we've done a nice and happy fluffy one okay, okay. okay. here comes a more hardcore one which okay. actually I think I'm, I'm interested to hear the answer okay I'm this ready this is from Bucket and Spade 11 on Instagram they've said why was the Darth Vader Star Wars Celebration Europe exclusive not a convention exclusive as it was subsequently sold on its website with a company like Funko as an example they changed the sticker on the boxes so maybe this could happen in the future so yeah just your thoughts on that that's, that's it's a great point and I think in terms of the way that we we do exclusives and the way that we add that value at a convention I think that's something that we're always discussing as to how do we we make that better I think there's, there's two sides to it. Yes, it's really important to have that differentiation at a convention, but also when we don't have the ability for fans who can't get there to never be able to have access to a certain type of figure, there's also a lot of negativity and disappointment in that way. So I think 
it's a really valid question and I think what we need to, what we need to do and what we are always doing is understanding from that feedback what can we do better next time to understand and how can we differentiate things like stickers and things like that that you know that that moment to to put there yeah it's a, it's a good it's a good call there you go mate great you're answer you go. I mean you're welcome done <laughs> done sorted um, so yeah I've got a question about the beautiful model that you've got in the case behind us okay which of course is the ghost oh it is um, oh. it's drawing a lot of attention oh, it's, you know it's, it's an incredible incredible product the figures alone the detail in their faces are uh, insane mm-hmm. and obviously it absolutely smashed the targets that you're supposed to get was it over 17,000 backers yes. it was, yeah, it, was uh, it was a good campaign yes, it definitely was, was yes. amazing what do you think makes the difference between the ghost, for instance, yep. and the rancor. Well, that is a uh, that is a tough one. Um, so, I think every product exists in its own entity, and it is it has its own moment in time. And across the fan base, people have different priorities and different expectations. I think sometimes that means there is ultimately more demand on something than there is on others. I think sometimes when it comes down to the moment in time as well, sometimes that can that can define things. So, you know, Rancor appearing in Book of Boba Fett was probably one of those, those moments. Um, so there is no real hard answer that I that I could give to you, but I think it comes down to ultimately the fans are the ones who decide whether they, that they want to back yeah. it or not, right? <laughs> that's, so, that's it, that's it. So yeah. we, we will try and present things that the fans want based on as much feedback as we can get we will then the team goes away and does a lot of work to try and build out what that project can look like and then present it and ultimately then it's out of our hands um it, it comes down to the fans themselves. over to us to. yeah <laughs> and that's it and we have to and then we will we will follow your lead nice lovely i like it sarlacc snack and i know good name in it and <laughs> robo quip collects okay yeah yeah nice. brilliant names uh, they both ask, will there be any more Indiana Jones figures? So, the nature of the beast means obviously, if there's nothing out there at the moment, I can, right. I, I, I can either sort of go one way or the other. So, unfortunately, there is nothing that we have revealed at the moment, so I I can't can't share one way or the other. Yeah. That, that's sort of a... I'll watch this space and, and see what happens in the future. I get it. Again, totally get it. Now, this is the this is the big one. Okay. It's something I'm very passionate about. I dream about this okay. every single year. He's on it but again. But also, apparently, so does George Constantino. Okay. He asks, where's Ben Solo? <laughs> <laughs> um, where is Ben Solo? That, that's another one of those ones where I guess is uh, watch this space... <laughs> Maybe this will be your year. Maybe no, not. I, I I don't know. But yeah, it would make my year. Yeah, so, and it would make a lot of people happy. Yes. I would love it. No, and these kind of these kind of feedback, it it doesn't sort of just go in and out. It, it, you know, it does all come in. Like I said, the, the team they take in a lot of insights and a lot of feedback when they're building out that range plan. The nature of the beast is it is a, we, we work a long time in advance. We we plan things quite a long way away. So, but. It, this feedback always comes in and always gets captured. So there you go, Luke. Keep annoying them. Keep harassing right, that's, them. That's Keep what, screaming, where's yeah. my Ben Solo? And yeah. you might get one one day. Think of all the Raylos. All the, <laughs> all the people that love Ray and Ben Solo together. Okay. And, like, that's a, that's a market. It's <laughs> ready. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing. That's all I'm doing. I'm just letting Hasbro know. That you know, is, guys, Ben I Solo, am. I can imagine it in my mind's eye <laughs> right now. Uh, thank you so much for your time and your Gentlemen, patience thank you, with Alex. us. Yeah, thank you, Alex. No, we appreciate it. We know you guys are working really hard. The 
panel today was really good. Yeah, we yeah, loved really it. Good. Awesome. No, no, I think the panel was great. I think um, Brandon on the UK team, he came in today and actually really did a great job as well on that yes, panel representing so from, from the UK team. And obviously the, our global team, they always bring it anyway, so that was great. And, and I feel the stand again is the biggest and best one we've done yet. It so looks amazing. I think... Uh, I guess I'm just going to have to start planning earlier for next year to do see how yeah, we can one up it, this yeah. one, right? <laughs> you know it. You know it. Thanks so much, Alex. Cheers, Thanks, Alex. Thanks. Cheers. Cool. I always think it's quite interesting to kind of hear a few more behind-the-scenes tidbits of how a company like Hasbro or any company, Lucasfilm, Disney, any sort of film production uh, company, pop culture stuff, works because... I, I I think we get the, the the wrong end of the stick so often, so often. As you just heard, Alex wasn't even sure that a Carson Carson Teva Black Series helmet was coming out, you know. And he said, "Oh well, you know, if if you were to ask me that this morning before the panel, I would have had to have given you a fluffy answer." I'll be honest, guys. I really appreciate the honesty from Alex. I think he's a solid guy. And he can only answer what he can answer. So that's kind of what I was talking about before. You know, we're we're only going to be privy to certain amounts of information, right? The future is always in motion. And who knows, you know, if if we're going to these conventions and we are going to panels, and this, this is you guys, right? If you're making it aware what you want, you know, if enough of you are saying, look, please, can we do this? Please, can we do that? I can guarantee you that someone at Hasbro is at least listening, like they are trying to take note. Now, it, there's more politics than that. It's not always uh, click up. They're not always going to listen and go, yeah, all right, then we'll do that. It's not always within their uh, remit to do it, or it's not always in their interest to do it, maybe because of profit, maybe because of, you know, whatever. But um, I suppose what I'm just trying to say is that they're just like humans at the end of the day doing a job paying a mortgage, paying their rent, paying their bills. And this is a part of that. And at least they're doing the panel. At least they take interviews, right? And they are more than happy to have these sort of questions. Easy or maybe a little bit more challenging, a little bit more difficult. I thought the celebration thing there was a really, really, the exclusive, sorry, celebration exclusive Vader, really solid question. And if we can let them know that, hey, this is how another company does it. This is how maybe you could do it in the future. And they're sitting there. You can you can hear it. You can hear them go, yes, good point. Yes, good point. Like that. We will take it on board and we'll go and do this and that in the future, maybe. It's really nice to see. Uh, Jing and Alex were fantastic. It's really nice to have an opportunity to talk to, again, two humans involved in the Star Wars collecting world from Hasbro. So thanks again for that, guys. You know that charge you get when you and the Jedis are facing down the dark side? You're about to find out. You can discover the Lego Star Wars Episode 2 collection. Now you can master a different kind of force. Because with Lego, when you make it, you feel it. The Lego Star Wars Attack of the Clones collection, each set sold separately.
So what did I get at MCM Comic Con 2023 October edition? The first thing I've got to say, I've wanted this thing for years and it's either not been in the right condition or the price has been too high or blah, blah. There's always been a reason and an excuse, right? But on the corner of a stand, I saw, I, I saw it glowing. It was staring me right in the eyes. It was the Shadows of the Empire, Boba Fett versus IG-88 comic pack. Mate, this thing is an absolute beauty. It was listed for £32 on the stall. I got it for £25. That's about, I don't know, like $28, $30 US, something like that. I'm so, so happy I finally have this. I've got the uh, the Vader versus Zizor or Zizor one. I've, I've had that for years and that's in really nice condition. So I have both of them now. I love the Shadows of the Empire line. Uh, what, what I was saying earlier about weird and wonderful and wacky Star Wars collecting, for me, this is it. This is the, this is the peak of it. Shadows of the Empire, 90s stuff, genuine 90s stuff. It's so wonderfully weird, and I'm so happy I have it. It's in such good nick, and for £25, it was a no-brainer. Some other things that I've got that is less weird, less exciting, but I got for reasonable prices, and I've wanted them in my collection for a while now or at least the best part of the year is the Saw Gerrera Black Series figure. It's a deluxe figure. I think it's arguably one of the best Black Series figures we've maybe had in recent years. Super, super happy with it. The sculpt looks fantastic. The accessories are phenomenal. I got it for £10, guys. £10. I think it was in demand toys. They had a stall there and I was like yes please 10 pounds that is a no-brainer that has been in my Amazon basket going up and down in price for a couple months but I just I always feel a little bit bad when I order a figure or a toy from Amazon because I don't need to get it from Amazon I'd rather get it from an independent a shop and originally what are these deluxe figures going for like 30 quid more, something like that. Something absolutely ridiculous. £10 is a brainer. I don't know how much profit is in that for someone like In Demand, but I was very, very happy with that. Booty, Rook, Cocoa Pilot. So I've got him in my collection. Standard. Uh, another cheeky purchase was just a yak face. You know, Return of the Jedi, 40th anniversary vintage collection figure in minty minty fresh condition. I think £12, not bad. I think this usually goes for about 16 at new or maybe a bit more. But for me, I was saying this to Chris Fox. I, I forgot to shout out Chris earlier. You know, fellow collector, loves a bit of Power of the Force. I just feel bad sometimes if, you know, a, a vintage collector, a collection, three and three quarter figure should not be near £20 or over £20. That just seems... Again, like $25 or something, whatever it is over in the US. It, that just seems absurd to me. I think it's pushing out kids out of the market, pushing out even some collectors from the market, from the hobby itself. But again, I said it earlier, I am not going to turn this into an economy rant. But £12, that, that's more like it. So I finally bit the uh, 
yeah, I finally bit the dust and bought it. So happy to have this in my collection. It's an awesome figure. We all love a bit of Yak Face. And something that I just, by sheer coincidence, found at MCM was a Weiss and Schwartz. I've never even heard of this company. It sounds German. It is not German. It is Japanese. Apparently, it is a Japanese uh, card manufacturer, and they make trading cards for a lot of animes over in Japan. I, I, this is all news to me, guys. So if you know better than me or if I'm wrong, let me know. Uh, but apparently they're making Star Wars TCG now or Star Wars cards over in Japan. They're not making any sort of English equivalents. These cards are sensational. I got three packs for £10 really happy with that. I, th I feel like I've, I've, I've had some real bargains at this Comic Con. Like, I've not gone too crazy on it. And I've come away really happy. Like, yeah, these are pieces that I really want. I've not just gone, oh, yeah, I'll have that. Oh, I'll have that. I've got pieces that I really, really have wanted for a while or wanted to pick up from somewhere. And, yeah, I've I, I finally got them. The Japanese things, never heard of. But, my word, I'm so happy I've got them. Uh, I got three packs for £10, like I said. I've opened one pack so far just to see what I'm dealing with, right? To see if the cards are any good. The cards are really good. The artwork is sensational. Really, really happy with them. I want to know more about them. I want to know if they are actually artists making them. The The actual quality of the card isn't quite, you know, your Pokemon or Magic the Gathering or Yu-Gi-Oh. It's, it's not quite there, but it's just a smidge below that, I would say. Uh, either way, though, I'm so, so happy with these. I might collect a few more. I'm going to open the other two boosters probably on like an Instagram reel slash TikTok uh, this week, maybe next week or so. Really excited to open that. So that has been my purchases for MCM Comic Con October 2023. Uh, let's go over to Mr. Dave Dunn to see what he picked up because you know, lads, it's going to get a little bit crazy in it. It's Mr. Dunn. You, yeah, you know what he's like. Let's have a listen to this. Uh, Dave, what's this? I got carried away and you left me alone for five minutes. So that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> that's yours as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, a standard day. Standard. <laughs> that is the sound of Dave Dunn buying a Mando N1 Starfighter Vintage Collection ship, which comes with the Mando figure, two Black Series Galaxy's Edge Docondars, which, mate, that's got to be one of the best Black Series figures ever made, right? I'm a massive fan of that. Very, very jealous. Yeah, he got two. He got two. He cleared the guy out. He got another two boxes of, you know, the Force Ghost, Anakin, Obi-Wan, Yoda, Return of the Jedi, Black Series figures. Oh, mate, sensational figures. Huge, huge fans of those. Yeah, they've got two of those as well. There's something else there. He's got Jabba's Throne Room, or, or well, Bib Fortuna slash Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett, Throne Room, Vintage Collection. He got that. There's another box or something. What's that? I don't, I've, I've forgotten what that is. And then he's got two more. He's got a hot toy. It was Spider-Man hot toy. 
That's it, I remember. And then he's got the some Japanese toys as well. Mate, this guy, I can't believe it. We all helped him take his boxes to his car because there was just too much stuff. You gotta love him though. Like Dave, he, he, he is the king. There is a reason why he is Mr. Collector's Guild himself, right? So, mate, I think Dave had a very successful MCM comic con but uh listen we're, we're, we're toward the end of the show now uh but before we go i just wanted to get some opinion pieces kind of like a bantina from the main show i wanted an opinion piece from someone i trust and it's one half of twin sons collecting on instagram these guys have been collecting for ages they have crazy good and impressive collections they are big star wars fans they listen to the show and i was like guys can one of you please send a voice note on your reactions and your opinions on the recent hasbro news because a you might disagree with us and we and we like to get different opinions on the show right you guys know that if, if even matt and i have a differing opinion or we have the same opinion we will always try it within reason you know as long as it's nice and you know not crazy we will always try and get differing opinions to get a, just a different perspective uh let's hear it Hey guys, it's Matt from Twin Sons Collecting over on Instagram. Uh, that's Twin Sons spelt with an O, not a U, uh, because it's a pun. Uh, it's an Instagram account I share with my twin brother Chris. Uh, we've been collecting since we were six years old in the mid-90s, starting with the Power of the Force 2. And we've never really stopped really, so obviously been keeping up with all the latest news and announcements from both the Hasbro Pulse Premium 1027 and MCM Comic Con. Uh, first of all, we didn't managed to make it to this year's comic con uh, we had hoped to but i've just got back from japan on my honeymoon so haven't managed to get to london in time um but we w would have loved to have gone but um very jealous of everyone who did particularly because they had the haslab uh, production model of uh, the ghost it seems we saw some photos and it looks ginormous so we're very excited uh, to add that to our collections we did back it um earlier in the year and obviously you guys managed to get to the panel um, at MCM, which also recapped 1027. Uh, so being mainly three and three quarter inch collectors, we uh, mainly focus on the vintage collection and got four figures um, and uh, revealed uh, over both events. So we had Cassian, Finn, Count Dooku and the Phase 1 Clone Trooper. Now... Both Finn and Cassian are actually repacks of figures that came out in the three and three quarter inch black series that they did in 2015 and 2016 uh, to support The Force Awakens and Rogue One. So although, you know, we really like those figures at the time, some people might think the articulation is a bit dated uh, by today's standards, uh, even though the figures are now updated with that photo reel uh, face application. Um, but, you know prices have risen in those eight years so it's a bit frustrating for long-term collectors to have to you know potentially rebuy to support the line um count duke on the other hand is all new so that's very exciting lots of fans have been asking for him um the folks on instagram at swtvc did a march madness bracket which they do every year and that's been growing on Instagram in popularity and the Hasbro team have even said that's what they paid attention to. You know, they saw the fan vote and 
how high Count Dooku was on the card. So they, um, yeah, they've added him to the line, which I think a lot of people are very excited for as part of this prequel mini beat. And then the clone trooper has the same body as the Phase Two one, just with the new Phase One helmet, and uh, he looks great as well. Yeah, both of those two look good. Um, Finn and Cassian obviously love both characters, um, but they are both humans wearing jackets holding rifles on card backs that have green behind their names so if they're on shelf do they jump out i'm not sure um it is great to have finn and some sequel representation back in toy lines they haven't really focused on them for the past few years but it's good to get him back out there it's just a bit of a shame that he doesn't really have many characters to go with alongside him and you know if you've got a youngster going into a shop and just seeing Finn on his own you know you might be thinking well where's Ray where's Han Solo um but you know hopefully he will do well hopefully you know Hasbro might then decide to do more um and then the pipelines look really good with Enoch and the night troopers I've seen some people saying that you know if you want loads of night troopers you'll end up getting loads of Enochs <laughs> as well so there's always a bit of a do you want to have named characters in these army builder packs or not um I quite like it I don't tend to get too many of them so I would like to add Enoch to my collection any way possible and then the other pipelines for vintage collection were Ezra, Kanan and Zeb and these will be retools I believe from the Haslab um, pack-in figures so Ezra I think he has a slightly different collar or shoulder armor um, in his Ahsoka hologram appearance which is a live action version of his season three look um, I imagine Kanan will reuse at least the legs of the figure from the Haslab because this is his season one look uh, which the top half is very different and then Zeb's got quite a bit of a different costume as well so it's great to see Rebels coming to the three and three quarter inch line uh the previous one previous line they did back in the day you know it was sort of five points of articulation they couldn't bend their elbows so it's always good to see more source material coming out and very excited for them in terms of the black series uh 1027 also saw another repack of a repack of a repack with Paz Vizsla. I think this is the fifth time now he's been re revealed. Um, same figure. Unfortunately, they haven't added any accessories uh, to him. You'd hope he'd at least get his vibro blade or his shield, which he used in Mandalorian. But unfortunately, there's nothing new. So again, do collectors want to be paying, you know, a lot more than they did on the initial release for the same figure, just with a slightly different box? Um, of a character that's quite readily available. Um, that's the same with Cassian and Finn. You know, you can go on eBay and get them for about a fiver. Um, do we want to be pets paying nearly sixteen ninety nine? It's a bit of a bit of a tough one, really, uh, particularly in this uh, economic climate. But um, the other ten twenty seven was Mace Windu with his clone trooper, uh, which is a really nice set. They're doing this um, clones of the Republic sort of mini beat in their collection, um, and you know. People love clones. Uh, the only problem here is, you know, if you want multiple clones, you're going to end up with multiple Mace Windows again. It's a shame it's not Mace with two clone troopers to have either side of him. You only get one. Um, really nice design, though. And then MCM for the Black Series. The reveals were Anakin and Queen Amidala from Phantom Menace, which is great. Phantom Menace hasn't had too many figures in the Black Series. The Jar Jar Binks was excellent, I thought really good paint on that one and articulation so it's great he's got some characters to go alongside him um 
yeah, Anakin looks really cool. He does look a bit small in the box, though, doesn't he? With just the backpack, it was could have maybe thought he could have maybe had one of the helmets that he wears. But I mean, the face sculpt of Jake Lloyd looks great. Uh, Queen Amidala looks great as well. Um, so I think prequel fans should be very happy with them. And there's more coming. They've obviously also pipelined uh, Emperor Palpatine or. Is he Emperor at this point? Yeah, well, Darth Sidious at least from um, Revenge of the Sith uh, when he fights Yoda. And then uh, the clone trooper with the battle droid, which I think will definitely be a, a top seller because, you know, you get two army builders there from either side. So everyone's going to love that. And then the other uh, pipeline for Black Series was a bit of a left field choice, really. I don't think many people had this on their bingo card for the year. It's a four pack uh, for Shop Disney uh, from Air to the Empire trilogy. So you're going to have Luke, uh, clone Luke, uh, spelt with two U's, uh, Jorus Sabaoth and Mara Jade. Um, so I think Black Series fans would be extremely excited for that one. Um, as a long time three and three quarter inch collector, I have to admit, I am a little bit jealous, uh, maybe more than a little bit, um, because obviously we had uh, a Thrawn and Mara Jade in the 90s toy line, uh, Power of the Force 2, Expanded Universe Wave, which was great. And then we got some comic packs in the early 2000s uh, where we got more of the cast from this story uh, with Talon Card and a new Mara Jade and a new Thrawn. So I think fans of three and three quarter inch were really hoping that over the years we'd be able to add more to that Um but so it is a bit strange to see them come out in the larger scale first. Obviously, don't want to take away from Black Series fans. We know they're going to love it. It's just one of those things where you think sort of long-time collectors have always asked every year online events, conventions, will we be getting these characters? Will we be getting these characters? And Hasbro have always said, oh, you know, let us know. And I have to admit, I haven't seen too many... Um, Black Series 6-inch fans calling for these characters. I know they've been asking for a lot more prequel love, which we have now been getting. Um, so I do hope it's one that they will... You always see these hashtags online sort of balance the scales because, you know, everyone wants everything and have the same stuff in their collections, really. Um, so I think that's one that could cause a little bit of online friction. You always sort of see, you know, Star Wars fans are really passionate defending the scale they collect. And um, I imagine this set will look great because, you know, the sculpting and face print tech and, you know, paint jobs are getting better. Uh, the prices are getting higher as well to balance that out, which is a little, little scary. So a four-figure set, I imagine, for that line will be over £100 over here. Um which, uh, yeah, I'd be interested to see what kind of box that comes in. Um, but, yeah, can't wait to see more of that. I do hope that it does mean that other Legends material characters um, might be on the table going forward. You know, you've got the Solo children, you know, other Dark Empire characters, things like that. And then the other reveal was the Carson Teva um, helmet from The Mandalorian. Um He's a really cool character. I do really like him. I did see that the press release for this one has it around about the £140 mark. So again, these helmets are going up and up and up. Um, I mean, even Trapper Wolf at the moment is £60 in game. So, you know, this Tiva one, if you buy it at Tower straight away, is going to be more than double that. And it sort of makes you wonder, should we be buying these things straight up? Should we be pre-ordering them? Or do we wait for places to get them on clearance um 
oftentimes people say don't get things on clearance because you need to support the line but it's hard to argue when prices are a lot lower than these ones that have been touted so far but all in all i think it was a, a really nice varied event really in terms of the character selection um you know we had a great year uh, 2023 for the return of the jedi 40th it's nice to see going back to some prequel love next year being the 25th anniversary of the phantom menace and uh yeah I, I, as I said i didn't expect to see any air to the empire stuff but thrawn's popular now um with ahsoka hopefully everyone can get a chance to get these um i know they're i think the fan channel exclusives but most places seem to get them over here now um but yeah, I'd be curious to know what you guys thought of the figures in the booth. Uh, would have loved to have seen them in person. The images online look great. And I'm very excited to add Count Dooku and the clone to my collection. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll probably end up adding a carded Finn uh, to my collection because he hasn't been on the vintage card even though he has been released. Um, I don't need another loose one because I've had one on my shelf for eight years now. <laughs> um, not sure about the Andor though because he has already been out on a vintage card but if they were to do any characters from the show Andor I'd be all over those so yeah looking forward to hearing your thoughts thanks guys bye bye May. it is great it is great to hear different people's perspectives uh, especially when you know the guys the twins have been collecting since such a young age sometimes it's just the best to get a fresh opinion on something that maybe I wouldn't have thought of or you wouldn't have thought of. So thanks again for doing that, dude. Much appreciated. And with that, I think, I think, yeah, it's the end of the Collector's Guild for this episode, the MCM Comic-Con special. It's been grand. Uh, and I, I just want to dedicate this one to M M Matty Boy uh, because he's ill, yeah? We we had such grand things planned. We were like, oh, yeah, we're going to do an MCM Comic Con episode. We're going to be running up to people, shoving microphones in their faces and like an old school Comic Con episode. If you've been listening for a long time, you may have listened to a couple of our older Comic Con episodes where we're just running around asking people questions. We kind of had a plan like that because there wasn't a lot of Star Wars stuff at MCM this year in October that we were going to make it more Star Warsy. So, mate, once again, you were missed for this con. But nevertheless, we've got next year, and next year it's going to be busy in the convention circuit. I tweeted it yesterday. You know, you've got Megacon in January at the Excel Center. You've got the two MCMs. You've got, obviously, the Showmasters events at the Olympia. There's three of those, I think, throughout the year. You've got Lotus uh, for the love of fantasy. I think that's the first debut like Monopoly event that's happening in London. It's going to be great. Matty Boy and I are going to try and make as much as possible, but I think we want to mix it up a little bit. I mean, MCM feels at home to us, but we want to mix it up a little bit, maybe go to somewhere in Europe or I don't know. If you've got any recommendations, please let us know. And if you've got updates on your collections, please let us know. DM us, message us, email us at hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. Don't forget about our socials. You know, we're on Instagram, we're on X. Yeah. I think I saw someone the other day call it Zitter. I was like, oh, that's not bad. Like Twitter and X combined. 
Does it catch on? I don't know. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks again for Dave Dunn, for the interviews, for the Hasbro team, Jing, Alex, they were fantastic. And Twin Sons Collecting, huge shout out to those guys. Please go and look those guys up on Instagram. They are legends. They're really, really awesome. They're always posting stuff. I think it was Matthew who uh, sent in the message this time around. So thanks again, dude. Appreciate that. And may the force be with all of you. And don't forget, this is the way to deplete in your bank account. You know it, you love it. We love it, the kids love it. Oi, oi!